0: Jeff thinks he's running them. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> how are you? You get, you're gonna get a lot of voices tonight. We're very excited. We've got about we've got almost 40 of you that we think will show up we've got about almost 90 I think it is that are registered this evening for this webinar Um, whenever we talk about business we get a little bit less attendance but we get very active participation so I want to make sure that you move your mouse go down and you'll see the greens share button right at the bottom, go to the left, and you're going to see the chat box right there. Please click on it, and you will see Brittany's typed in, Jeff's typed in, Robin um, Taylor from uh, SCW, she's running our webinar this evening, she's typed in, and I'd love you to sign in. Tell me your name, tell me where you're from. We love to hear from you, really always. Makes us very happy. So, look, we've got Jackie from Alabama. This is great. We've got Patty from New York City. Um, we've got Haley from Virginia. We've got Margo. I'm seeing. Where are you from Margot from Florida? Heather from Houston, Texas. We've got Patty from California. All right, Michigan, love it, love it. We're from all over the country, and we're going to be talking about branding, marketing, and social media tonight. With with online marketing being more prevalent than ever, um, having a solid branding and marketing strategy with multiple avenues becomes even more important. Explore the multitude of options available to us and how they can be effectively used to differentiate our business and offerings from the competition. But I also think we can't just look at it like from the competition. We also need to look at it that, is this a cost of doing business now? Is this gonna grow our business? and how can we integrate it with the doors, thank God, that are opening now and our masks that have been taken off. So we've got Brittany Corners with us. She is a wealth of knowledge. She's the VP of Marketing from the leading health and wellness platform, Burn Along. So if you guys are out there and you're looking for a way to stream your classes, to do live stream training, to get it on demand and record it, to be able to sell it, all right? Um, she's the expert from Burn Along. Brittany has a proven track record over the past 15 years of successfully driving marketing, website development, making data-driven decisions. We're not sure what that means, but it's very impressive. Okay, and she's also a 500 RY, um, T yoga instructor and the co-owner of Moonbird Yoga located near St. Louis, Missouri. So she's a facility owner and she's a certified instructor, which is very cool. She, she and her um, partner opened the studio, are you ready for this, 17 days prior to the March 2020 close down from the pandemic. Oh my God, it was crazy. So then the very next day, they were able to move everything from a virtual offer offering to virtual, okay, because they had to close their doors. Um, she has not missed one day of classes by, that are instructed by 30 plus of their teachers. So that's pretty, yeah, I'm going to tell you, that was 24 months ago, two years ago, and she's still running it, and you've opened your doors, haven't you, Brittany? So yeah, so it's very cool. Um, Jeff Howard is with us tonight. He's also sometimes my uh, co-host here. For the webinars. Thank goodness for Jeffrey. We love Jeffrey. He's an international fitness presenter. He's on our SCW faculty. He's also on Bravo's popular Real Housewives franchise from Salt Lake City. Yes, he's a trainer on the franchise. How cool is that? He's been on TV and he's famous and he knows us. He launched Jeff Howard's Athletes Club, a successful fitness streaming channel, as well as Jeff. Howard's fitness. He did this during the pandemic in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, He teaches, yeah, you're a crazy man. He teaches uh, the scw group exercise certification and the aquatic certification guy is a a wealth of knowledge and he's also leading our yoga certification at the upcoming certification smash which is going to be april in um april uh 22nd through 24th i believe so you guys will be getting emails and stuff on that and then we've also got robin manis with her with us tonight um, Robin, we just call her Robin Madness. She's amazing. She runs SCW's Facebook page, Instagram page. She started our Twitter. She's done, what haven't you done? The Instagram. She started our reels. She creates videos on, what is it? What do you use again, Robin? Storyblocks. What is it, Storyblocks? Yeah. Yeah. And what else? You use Canva, don't you?
1: I use Canva too. Yeah. create. Yeah. Canvas. Yeah. So
0: she uses a bunch of stuff. She's <laughs> amazing. She's an ACPT. She's a fitness nutrition specialist. She's been um, training people on social media and doing this for five years. She loves it. It's continually changing. Thank God, because I find it insane. And then when she's not being creative on social media, she helps people fit, meet their fitness goals. She does a lot of one-on-one training and also virtual training. So she's an expert all the way around here um, and I think that's pretty fascinating. Now we're going to do, uh, you know us, we just jump right in, we got got 40, 45 minutes, we've got to go. If you guys have a question, what I want you to do is type it in the chat box interrupt us we'll answer you we want to stay connected brittany i'm going to start with you where do you start when putting together a branding strategy and a marketing plan for your social media
2: yep step one you need to figure out who the heck you are marketing to so what's your niche right i think Like if you're on, if you're scrolling on Facebook, you see so many people asking, you know, what's your niche? What's your niche? And it actually is really important because then you can start to build targeted content to your niche. So whoever you are reaching out to, you know, whether it's stay-at-home moms, working dads, anywhere in between, you know, first identify who that group is. And if you say everybody, I I would question you and say, who do you really connect with? You know, think about maybe even some of, you know, the things that interest you, you know, are you vegan? Do you love meat? Like, who are you, who do you relate to? And then after that, the next step is really figuring out where are they, where, where do they hang out? Are they on Facebook? Are they um, on LinkedIn? Are they at your local grocery store where you literally need to print out something and put it on that bulletin board? Cause you know, those are still there, right? Um, So you identify who your audience is. Then the next step is making sure you are wherever they are. And then you start to build out messaging, right? So you have to have a specific messaging for your audience. And you just speak their language. People are so distracted these days that you really need to figure out, you know, what is your magic, right? Understanding that what you know, how can you help these individuals, whatever you're offering and speak to them and tell them, I think it's really important to begin with the with them. What's in it for me? Everyone knows that. Um, we've actually been talking
0: about a lot at our
2: company because people, there's so much with them.
0: Okay. Say with that them. again. With, yeah, with what's them. What's in me? it for me. I'm going to yeah. type that in here. Somebody Robin Taylor, would you type that in the chat box for us with them. Okay. I like that.
2: Yeah because if if you're not telling them what's in it for them then why the heck are they going to listen to you right like they don't they don't care unfortunately like who we are right they want to know how you are going to help them be a better version of themselves so you have to start with that right do you there we go yeah do you know do you want to be able to spend more time with your family you want to be stronger right like all of these things you have to start planting those seeds early and then it's repetition over and over and over again, you know, saying your same story on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever it is, continually telling your same story. You're gonna feel like a broken record, but that's okay because every time you're telling your story, you're you're telling to different people, right? Because you get that, what, like five views in Instagram now when you have like 2,000 followers. So you need to be repetitive.
0: And Jeffrey, how did you find out who your avatar was? You know, who is your client? What's their age? You know, what's what? You know, maybe it's male, female, maybe it's it's neither. Okay. Um, uh, how do you find your avatar? What did you do?
3: Great questions. So for me, when I started doing a lot of more promoting and, and like putting it out there, putting it out there, I realized it was people that I'd come in contact throughout my journey of fitness because I've been in the business a long time. And so people that I connected with maybe in Chicago or Puerto Rico or South Africa, that became my tribe. And so my tribe has always been, my whole tagline has always been something like everyone is welcome. My tagline has always been that. And the pictures I've always used, if you look at my social media are always going to be members that are all inclusive. It's going to be different ages and, and just more that warm feeling. And so for me, the people that trend with me know they're going to get results, but they also know that you don't have to look like a certain certain way to get there. I also want to say for branding, what I love, I always use the same headshot, and I've used the same headshot for the last, I guess, three years because that's my recognition that they know it's me all the time. I like, just it's, thought it's
0: because you look younger. That's but, <laughs> that's it's what
3: every, I do. Bare <laughs> of the ninth of my life, but I also want to say, like Sarah, with you, though, with branding with SCW. The logo that we have has always been the same. The colors have changed. And we might have streamlined the the the. But the But tagline. You need to know what your tagline is. And I want to say that SCW has done a very good job. If you've known SCW from a long time ago when we started, same look, but completely different look. But it's the same logo. It's the same thing, kind of. Do you know what I mean, Sarah? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so branding, guys, is important. We've got to keep your tagline, and you've got to know what that is. And you've got to, like... Like you had said, Brittany, do it over and over and over again. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I want to kind of talk about, you know, like the whole thing with doing marketing, though. You know, it's not as hard as people think. Get six months. Write down six months or write down what you want to promote for six months. Follow the game plan. Pull up what holidays are in there. You guys, there are so many holidays. We had a hug day. I didn't even know. It came up. I'm like, crap. I should have celebrated a hug day. First day of spring. Did you celebrate first day of spring? First day of April's coming up, that's a big deal. And these are the things that give you reasons to promote and just kind of jump on it. And I'm gonna tell you, follow STW. They'll give you a promo for Halloween, Thanksgiving, it's Groundhog Day, it's bah bah bah. If you can't figure it out yourself, just follow somebody that you respect or trend and just duplicate what they're doing.
0: Copy them. And it's it's not what they do. To be honest with you, you know you know who it is. It's Robin, right, Robin? <laughs> Go. And, it's me. <laughs> yeah. And how do you know? Um, how do you know? What to post? Because a lot of times, poor Robin's just on her own, man.
1: <laughs> I, I I am on my own a lot. Um, I I think one thing is when you're looking at marketing, especially if you are having like, you know, if you have have a gym or you're in one central area, you know, of course, you're not going to market to the entire country. It's just totally different. Check out your competition. Look at their social media, look at their websites, look at their branding look. Go on there and see how many views are they getting, how many likes, which posts do better than others. And not that you want to steal their branding, but you definitely want to make it where you're like, okay, they're in the same market. These are getting attention. We need to figure out how we can use kind of like the same way what they're doing and implement it into our brand and our market strategy. And I think definitely checking on other people, spying on other people, however you want to call it. It, it definitely helps. It's, we're all in this social media market that is continuously changing, and some people can't stand that, but some people thrive with it. I love the continuous change, I really do. But as long as you have that one signature brand piece that stays consistent where you are noticed, that's what you want. You wanna stay consistent with something, the color scheme, the, the font, something simple where you can go crazy with the rest, but they will always let everyone know that
0: this is your brand. Oh, this is SCW. I don't even have to look at the logo. I can tell by the other branding. And Robin, you also support uh, Shapes Fitness, Shapes Fitness for Women. Yes. Um, and what has worked, if, if we were giving some people here that are club owners or run their own programs, what are like two or three things that have really worked for Shapes?
1: shapes really works with i mean of course it is for women only so right there we have our market in place right there we know exactly where we want to be um we are members of a lot of different facebook groups with with shapes and it's a lot of mom groups we have a kid zone so that is like our special special thing with shapes that not many of the other gyms offer so if you find that one unique quality that you have to offer people it really helps get those other people in there and kind of get the word out like, oh, I can, I want to work out, but I'm a mom and I I don't have time. Oh, here's a place. Like you just want to throw out your, your special gift that you have that you can offer people. Um, the branding of course is very important, but their market is a little bit different. It's a little bit older with the aqua and everything. And we want to make sure that we do have marketing materials that are, you know. In person, like they're flyers, we put up flyers, we flyer and go to different local, um, sto- you know, stores, we go to businesses, we go to doctor's offices, OBGYNs, you know, that's where our women are. And we still use paper flyers and marketing materials sometimes because that's what's needed. People are wanting that. They used to They used to say, no, I don't want it. I got to have a mask. I got to sanitize my hands. And now they're like, no, give me that piece of paper. Like, I want something tangible. I don't want to have to search for it online anymore. I want something in my hand, a magnet you can put on your
0: fridge, something. That's interesting. And Brittany, before we turn the camera on, you brought up the fact that you thought it was unique and a good idea for people to also be able to have something physical.
2: Yeah, Absolutely, and I did want to add one thing um, that Robin Robin had mentioned or Robin Madness um, had mentioned. Um, <laughs> we've been doing a lot now that everyone like QR codes are back mainstream again. Like remember when they were trying to be cool, but we had no idea how to use them, and like one percent of the world used them. Now from COVID, we all know how to use them, right? Um, so to even save yourself on printing, um, you can make QR codes, right, and have people scan that qr code on their phone you know so it could link to wherever you might want Mm -hmm. um that could even save you some printing too so that's just like added little pro tip um you can put that after with them um but it does it's it works out very well and it's easy to update too right you can have the same qr code and go to different pages um and then from like an, an actual physical thing yes i i think people like to have that because we're we're like in digital fatigue almost right so to get something in the mail or to have like a physical thing um, is kind of sacred. I mean, look how excited we get every time Amazon delivers something for us. It's like Christmas every day, even if it's your toilet paper, right? It's, it's an exciting thing. Um, and it doesn't have to be something you mail to individuals, but just a little something outside of a business card, right? Like, is there even a small, I will tell you something that I do after every one of our, my yoga classes, I'll give them a little tea like a Yogi tea is like one of the brands right or something memorable um so i have that instant connection with them or even you were talking jeff that i really um, believe in is just the ho- like celebrating the holidays like I always make sure I have candy that's related to the holidays and I'm still really mad at Reese's and m and and all the people because they never had anything for St. Patrick's Day so I didn't get to give my people anything so that's a whole other conversation but people like to receive these little things right you don't have to spend a lot of money but just to give them a little personal something um, it matters and it can differentiate you too.
0: That's great. That's great stuff. Now, what I did is I just put in the chat box um, a long. It's a it's a very big link, but it's for a a free QR code generator, um, and that's that's a really nice thing to be able to offer people. Um, there also is a place if you're looking for little things um, to give away. It's called. Rhode Island novelty, uh, dot com. And I'm also going to put that in, I'm putting that right now in the chat box. So if you're looking for something to give away for people, okay, this is like a little embarrassing, but I have four boys and I have, um, I've had bar mitzvahs for each one of my kids. And with those bar mitzvahs, you've got to do all these like, fun giveaways because you have a DJ playing music and the necklaces and, and we had one theme was a hockey theme, one theme was a baseball theme. I think Jeff's been at all of them. But, um, and you're trying to find something that's kind of clever, but inexpensive, but very hip and timely try them it's road it's you can see rinovelty.com and you can find inexpensive stuff so if you want to give stuff away like Brittany's suggesting like robin thinks you know works think about using that it's a really good nice little site is there any other thing jeffrey that you've done for your students that really helped to engage them
3: well i mean it's it's you know I love all the ideas you're saying, and in fact, the QR code I think is amazing because I don't know about all of you guys, but when I get stopped out, people are still, what's your location or what's your schedule? And now if I could shoot them a QR code with my schedule, I don't have to like do this follow-up. So I love all of that. For me, basically, it's just being consistent with your posts. I think consistency is the key. Every morning I wake up, I make sure I have three things on my story, and I make sure I have a post. And if I post the schedule, I post it every day. And I don't really change it up, Um, but I'm also doing stuff that makes it not look like it's such a sales buy. Like I'm doing a lot of stuff with the Ukraine right now, like you know Jeff Howard's fitness supports Ukraine, so it shows a humanity to what I'm doing as well. Um, I'm a firm believer in bringing in things that are more charitable things as well. But you'll be amazed; you'll see what you get the reactions from, and it truly is depends on like Brittany, Robin, and Sarah. You've said it's your niche. For me, I get a lot of. I get a lot of positive posts about that, my schedule or what we're doing and all that good stuff. But if I post something that's heartfelt or a meme, I'll get a ton more response. But they have to get through the commercial almost to get to that good meme. So I know they have to see it, the meme. But if I go just commercial, commercial, commercial in my story or my post, I tend to lose traction. It has to become personal, funny. Um, Post a picture of you with your animal, you'll get a hundred feed. You'll get so many views like that. They love stuff like that. And you just put it amongst it, but consistency key. Remember this post by 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock people are going through their social medias and that's when you have to be posted by.
0: Very good. Are there any time limitations or time recommendations that you have, Brittany, that you think work really well for um, individuals running their own sites?
2: Yeah, so to me, there used to be and this is just from my observation um i would used to say you know don't post anything on mondays and fridays blah 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 but i feel like from COVID, it shifted because everyone is just on their phones all the time now um i actually really um at the studio i like to send sunday morning emails um to prep them for the week so like i'll give them just a down and dirty like hey here's what's coming up this week join me um and get solid open rates on there that's just been like a new addition but i it's more so what jeff said on that consistency and it's mm-hmm. also making sure that you are not always selling guys like you cannot be always selling like i'm sorry about you but like that does not work you need them to get to know you and like you and yes you you will sell but you're also selling yourself. So make yourself interesting, right? Like, what are you up to? What are you eating? They wanna know, people are craving information. So give it to them and then sell them, right? Like it's a process.
0: It's so funny, I, I, I go to the conferences and people are like, oh, how was your trip to da-da-da-da? I'm like, how do you know? It? And then I realize, oh, Sarah, you've been posting, you know, and um, but that's a good thing. And actually what I do is I, I send it to Robin over there and she, and she's like, it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to, to do some things like that and open up and Robin, what do you think gets the most likes and shares?
1: I definitely think, um, personal content does a lot. I mean, you do have to, of course, it is a business. You do have to put out what you're selling out there, but kind of humanizing yourself to these people is very important. They want to know that you're, you know, they see you on there and you have to think I've had people come up to me. I saw you on, on Instagram, like, you know, I don't don't have that many followers, but they look at it as I, I spoke to them in some kind of post they meet me and they're excited about it, you know, and they want to relate to me and they want to know, Oh, she's human. Like, Oh, she had a bad day today. Or, you know, she slept in or her dog runs off and does crazy stuff, you know, just that we're normal people. And yes, we're trying to sell things. And, you know, but if they can get that one-on-one kind of a little bit of a connection with you, they're more likely to trust your product and trust what you're selling and come back
0: to you for more and more. Like it's just, it's going to snowball. Now, and one more thing, Jeff, I promise I'll get you a promise. I, Robin and I were on, oh my God, we talked this morning. What, what did we talk like an hour and a half about social media, but we, you know, we were really planning stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm on Talks and Takes, which is a wonderful business um, talk show that we do once a month. Um, actually, Robin Taylor, if you'd put in the link, it's just TalksAndTakes.com. Um, but uh, it, the interesting thing is we talk for like five minutes on a topic. We keep it very, very short, and one of the topics I'm talking about um, tomorrow, we're always on at one o'clock East Coast time, um, one of the topics we're talking about is social media. And we remember that article we read, Robin, and it was talking about when to post, and oh my gosh, Brittany, you're never supposed to post Sunday morning. And it's like, but who cares? Because you've got them trained. They know exactly when you're when you post. Right. They may not be looking at it at, at 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, but they know it's going to be there. So it is that consistency. But they told us, remember, they said Wednesday at between 11 11 a.m. and one o'clock your time, whatever, whether you're in New York and you're or you're in California. That looked, seemed to be a very good time. And also it was, I think, Thursday, was it Thursday evening, Robin? Uh, Thursday between 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. So Jeffrey says, get, get out there before 11 a.m. Avoiding Monday, avoiding Sunday morning. And you know, Robin, what's the best time for us? Sunday nights. Sunday night, our
1: our reels do amazing on Sunday nights. People are winding down from the weekend. They're getting ready to start their week. They're sitting in bed and they're scrolling. And
0: And what is very important that we do when we show, we keep our videos short. All of our videos are under one minute. We like to keep them, we'll keep them at 30 seconds if possible, or even 15 seconds. But um, when we do the videos, Robin, what else do you do?
1: Um, I make sure that there are captions. Always use the caption option because not everyone can watch your video hearing the audio. Like, I mean, you know, people watch it in the bathroom that, you know, at work when they're not supposed to that, you know, they take a five minute break and they don't want to leave their desk. They're watching our videos. They don't know what your message is if they
0: can't hear it. But if you have the captions, they can read it. They can read it. Very cool. If you guys, I, we've got we've got almost 50 people on the call, uh, on the webinar today. If you've got suggestions, throw it in there, man. People share because who cares if you're in California, New York, whatever. We're all going to benefit from all of this. Um, Jeff, please.
3: What I was going to say also is, you know, <laughs> when you're at your clubs and you're at the end of the class, take a picture of the people. Let's take a picture, guys. The more you do that and you then, they want to be seen and then they'll share it and they'll tag themselves or have them tag themselves. And what I do is I take the picture and then I basically airdrop it to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to everybody and it causes a buzz that they're looking for. I have a morning class and I have an evening class. I always post evening class people in my, my ads or whatever I do, my schedule. I always use my people in it. The morning people got upset. We want a picture. I didn't realize people even noticed. And so then I posted the picture and all the moms are now like, oh my God. We So do that. Also, repost stuff. You can go down into your feed and it says reshare, reshare it. Just because you've seen it again, you know how the memories are coming up a lot with Facebook and Instagram? Reshare it. That's good data stuff. You They won't remember it. And I also have always been told not to connect Instagram and Facebook together. I've been told to always keep them separate because if you... Combine the two together. It goes as a bot to one of them and it gets pushed down onto your social media. Also, when you post on Instagram or Facebook, give it a few hours. And then in the comment section, type your hashtags. It makes it go back to the top of the reading. Again. So if we just do hashtags that when you do your initial post, it gets posted, but then stuff gets on top of it. So then if you like it, even if you just like your own posts,
0: I'll push it right back up mm-hmm. onto the feet. Am I correct, ladies? And Brittany, you're nodding and you're nodding. Share with us, please. I could not echo Jeff
2: Moore. Um, those are all the tactics that I do. Um, from the picture thing, that is like my go-to. Um, and it also gives people kind of like that FOMO. Hey guys, we were just at this sold out event. You missed it, you know. Like it's not that you want to be rude to them, but you do want to have kind of this sense of urgency and like this sense that like hey we did something really cool and like you should have been there um and so I'm always tagging people too I it's it's so huge and sharing that that is to me one of the best things that you can do um and I always like I just tag everyone too when I post it if they're following it just depends on what kind of account you have but I'm always tagging people and then I will repurpose it in my story and like zoom in and tag if so-and-so had a good time blah 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 you know then they're like oh my god they love it so then you just it just like it's a whirlwind of interact of just engagement that happens so yeah that one's absolutely huge
0: all right now this this was not even in the description that we put with all the questions we we're going to talk about what's the biggest mistake you've ever made Okay, Brittany, you're, you're making a face. Oh, Robin Manis is making a face. What? What's the biggest mistake we've made?
1: I'm still thinking. I mean...
0: All right, I'm going to tell you a mistake yeah. I made. Here's my mistake. This is terrible. Actually, this is very embarrassing and pretty terrible. My son, Zach, number three, obviously third's the charm. They all have their place, right? Louis is number two, but number one in our hearts. Trust me, they all—they all think they're the favorite. Okay, because I have four kids. So Zach sometimes pretends that he's developmentally impaired. He thinks he's funny and he starts limping or he starts doing something ridiculous. Well I was trying to take his picture and he did something that he shouldn't have done and I immediately put it up and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? And it was horrible and I was like, I threw the phone at him and he immediately took it off and like, oh, oh," but you know what? Once it's up, it's always up. So don't do stupid things. Don't be mom and automatically put things up. Jeffrey, what have you done?
3: Same thing. You know how you get that one member that says something or they just kind of poke you? So you start. I start putting up all these memes on my story, like, integrity is ba-ba-ba-ba, da-da-da-da-da. And everybody behind my scene, like they're all talking to each other. Ooh, Jeff's mad at somebody. Who is he mad at? Da-da-da-da-da-da. And I realized that social media is not for that. When you start to get too directed one way they know what's going on and it's not fun it's not fun for anybody what they really do is come for light and information and fun and that's who your brand is let's face it in the movement area we are those people we are the fun light they come to us to relieve stress and so if i'm adding stress to their lives it wasn't good for me don't ever do what i did don't do it don't go after that person
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brittany,
2: i mean I have mistakes for days right as a business, <laughs> and also just in marketing i mean i if, i mean if you guys have like 24 hours and maybe some <laughs> coffee um I mean, one of the no probably just like shots of tequila probably to get through these um but uh. I mean, one of the the mistakes that we made um so as we talked about we had to close our studio right and move virtual we had none of our teachers had ever even done virtual before so like who we were opening up like pandora's box times 10. um and one of our teachers she's like hey i'm going to arizona i'll teach from arizona and we're like okay cool that's gonna be so great because it's going to you know it'll be a great background she's like i'm gonna do it outside so she like does it outside not only is just the audio quality i mean it's it's a disaster it was a complete disaster like you couldn't hear the music her like wi-fi was cutting in and out there's people golfing in the background she wasn't even on video half the time like it was just an epic disaster my business <laughs> owner and I were like trying to tell her to stop and like finally I had to come on like screen during class I was like thank you so much Denise her name was Denise bless her heart I'm like thanks so much Denise you know what like we're gonna take we're gonna let her have her vacation and like here I am now teaching like here we go it was bad
0: so it was yeah. All right, now here's another question. Cuz you guys you do this on Burn Along, how can we effectively implement referrals and testimonials into our marketing? Because everybody wants to see these people. You know, you you believe the referrals. I go if I'm picking a restaurant, I'm going on Yelp. I went to a dentist this morning cuz believe it or not, I cracked off my front tooth this morning. And I went to a dentist, found, you know, you find somebody, you go, unbelievable. Ian Lowell. If you're ever in Aspen, Colorado, Ian Lowell, the guy is a God. He's a fabulous dentist. Anyway, you, you read those Yelp things. It's great. So anyway, how do we get them up there?
2: Yeah. Brittany, so what do we do from, from a testimonial perspective? I mean, those, that's like lifeblood, right? I mean, we're always asking for testimonials I would make sure you know if you're signing on clients like if it could just easily be in the contract already like hey I'm going to use your pictures or like whatever you say for promotional purposes um that box just needs to be checked well ahead of time um just in the disclaimer so then you can use it and Mm -hmm. I I mean use there's SurveyMonkey, there's so many different things that can just automate it, right? So you can just always be um, asking for feedback. Like for us, anytime someone takes a class, there is an algorithm so they don't get it every time. But we're like, tell us, you know, give us a quick review, right? So it's it's something you don't even have to think about that you can just continually get. Um, and there's tons of systems that can ask for feedback um, within your platform, but that's that's huge, right? And then you use Canva. As Jeff put in there, make a cute little graphic, ask him for their pic, give them a snack and a drink, and get a picture of them. Even better yet, video testimonial because those work so much better. Okay? If you can just get them quickly with a video testimonial, um, that's going to save you time and it's going to be even more personal.
0: Very good, good, great idea. Um, well, how do you get testimonials, Jeff? What do you, what do you do?
3: Well, so for me, you know, I always kind of check in with my, my clients when they're done, when they leave the class, I'm like this, thanks for working so hard, how did it go? And then they text back, oh my God, that was great. Or the next day I say, are you sore? Oh my God, was the best thing. Well, then I do a screenshot of what they've texted me. I do the question that, and then I post it on social media, what they've actually said. I don't ever include their names. Um, I put in Canva, and there's another one called Mojo that I use. And Mojo and all those, you can actually digitally take what they've said, And it goes on social media and it looks like it's being typed out and written and it just looks very professional and that's what i do want to say when you're doing your marketing and all that stuff these systems are so easy to use and they're just templates that you put words in or pictures but it's going to make the top of of what we do just by because it's your first your best foot forward i also ask them to do a review let me know what can i do to help what can i do that's better um I ask them, when you're done with your workout, if you had a good workout, take a picture of yourself in the car. Tell them what you feel. And if you go to my social media, you'll always see people are like mascara dripping on their faces. Jeff gave me a great workout today. Da-da-da-da-da. And then it goes onto my page as well. Remember this. These people are your tribes. They, they, they. It's your front row people. They will want to do what we ask them to do. And, and seriously, for me they actually get a bump up when I do something like that. If I they do a screenshot of something like, my my chest is so sore, I'm so happy with this, bah, 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 or my legs are so sore, or my mom said my butt is lifting up, or I fit into my stuff, screenshot it. I mean, just do it and put it out there on social media. They're happy with it. I never include their names up just in case.
0: Is there, um, Robin, do you find that we get more activity, would you say, on Instagram or Facebook? Do you think LinkedIn is valuable for these you know i'm looking around i'm seeing instructors but i'm also seeing uh club owners where do you think might be the most effective place for them to focus
1: right now facebook is definitely huge i read something that uh facebook is actually the second most googled word besides the word google so people <laughs> are looking for facebook when they when they want to find you they're going to go to your facebook page And you have to think about it because they know Facebook. Going to your website, they may not know how to navigate your website, but they know how to navigate Facebook. So if you have a Facebook page, they know where to find out your phone number. They know where to find your address. They know where to find your pictures, your your reviews, anything like that. They know that platform already. And that's where they're going to feel more comfortable before they go to your website. So you want to make sure that the information that you have out there is is working and it's getting out to people in that it's branded now linkedin i definitely believe linkedin is very good for if you want to meet like-minded professionals where you can collaborate with them and you can work with them um now getting people to come to like if you have a gym maybe linkedin is not the best but it definitely can help with getting if you want you know if you need instructors for job opportunities, LinkedIn is huge. Um, Facebook, the the events that you can do on Facebook and on LinkedIn is huge. LinkedIn, you can actually invite your connections to them. Facebook only allows you, as a business page, only allows you to invite your personal contacts. You can't invite the people that like your page. You can only really invite your personal contacts. So you don't get as much one-on-one connection with them with the invites as LinkedIn, but I think they're both great platforms for very different
0: reasons. But I think yeah, Facebook is the most important right now for gyms. And I think Robin, we were chatting about this just this morning and I was talking to, to this with our, uh, with our creative director. Those events are wonderful. Whether the event's just a class, a, a free class, or it's a webinar, or it's whatever you're doing to try to engage people. And one of the number one things that's going on right now is people are also using podcasts. So if you could ever do just like, 15 minutes, you know, once every week, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. or whatever you're going to do, something consistent, and talk about some new aspect of fitness or interview somebody, so that you don't have to do all the research yourself. Just find an expert in the field in your community, and then audio recording has also been seen to be very, very huge at this point. And I think it also they said turn on your location so people know exactly where to find you, when that gets almost 40% more uh, connections. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's very important. So that's it is really good for you guys to do. Very cool. So I hope that we're able to see you guys at these conferences. Um, these wonderful people will be at the events. You'll see Robin there, you'll see Brittany, and you'll see Jeffrey. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys, give me a real short, sweet, boom. Do this and you will succeed. All right? Jeff?
3: Do this and succeed. Post. Be consistent. Post, post, post. For me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday's business. Tuesday, Thursday's non-business. I think the more you get it out there, the more you do it. Create great stuff
0: and repeat it. Repeat it. Love it. Brittany? It's
2: still my thunder. It's all about consistency. I would also say... Do one new thing every day, right? To keep trying something different. And you have to keep trying something different, right? Because unfortunately, 80% of marketing doesn't work. Newsflash, it's true. So keep trying different things and then repeat the stuff that's really good and works.
0: Good. Do great thing. Robin, your
2: thoughts? It's the same. It really is. You have to be
1: consistent. You have to stick with it. If you notice something doesn't work, change it. Don't keep posting the same post on Mondays. If they're not working, change it up a little bit. You know, you got to find that what your market likes to see and use your insights. Cause those are huge where you can
0: find, figure out what your market is. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Um, Thank you so much for joining me, Jeff, Brittany, and Robin. I also thank you, Robin Taylor, for uh, running this for us. We're doing the recording. You guys will get the recording tomorrow. Um, If you have any questions, we're always here to help you. I look forward to seeing your smiling face at mania. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.